Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another podcast. Um, it's been a long time since I've done one of these, and I just wanted to I just wanted to get back into podcasting again. Today we're going to be talking about some, some stuff in Scripture. We're going to be talking about the Beatitudes. And so we're in Matthew 5, 1 through 12. That's the Beatitudes. And it says this, quote, When he, Jesus, saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, because they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, poor in heart, (laughs) pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. And then he he changes pace. And he says, instead of those who are persecuted, those who hunger and thirst, he says, and you, you are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in heaven. For that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And that concludes The Beatitudes, that last thing we read was verse 12. I ask now, who are the poor in spirit? Whose will be the kingdom of heaven? It says theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. Who are the poor in spirit? Jesus is speaking to a vast crowd. Jews, good and bad, God's people, all of Syria. The people in that day were beaten and broken, constant, constant conquering, constant sin, the exile. These were broken people. These were the people that are poor in spirit. And finally, it is these people who mourn. These are those that mourn. And it's these that will be comforted. The same person. They're broken up, contrite lowly, and they mourn. They mourn because of their sin. They mourn because of their downtroddenness. They mourn because of their brokenness. And they will be comforted, and the kingdom of heaven will be theirs. And blessed are the humble, and they are humble, and they will inherit the earth. The people that are broken up over their sin, who are poor in spirit, who mourn. These people are humble, and these people hunger and thirst for righteousness. They don't want to be broken and sinful, and in exile, spiritually or physically. They don't want to be downtrodden. Thus they hunger and thirst for righteousness. And you know what? They'll be filled. They will be filled. And Jesus is the fulfillment of these promises because he came down to fill us with his Holy Spirit. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. These people are merciful. Have you ever met 
I've worked with the homeless. In fact, I just came back from a mission trip. There was a lot of merciful, contrite hearts there. There were some that weren't. But for every one person that was not a nice person, there was, there was two or three people that were really, really nice. Because they don't think they're better than anyone else. They're not allowed. It, it's too obvious not to... They know they're, they're cognizant of where they are in the world. And they're just trying to get by. They don't have time to be prideful or mean-spirited. And you know what? When they show mercy, when we show mercy, God will show us mercy. And God is certainly the one Jesus had in mind here when he says, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. He is the one showing mercy. Verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. They will see God. That is what we call the beatific vision, literally the blissful vision. How blissful to see God and yet not die, not drop dead, to be in the presence, to be in the company of God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And by Jesus' blood, by Jesus' blood, we will be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. By Jesus' blood, by grace, through faith, and his noble sacrifice. And blessed here, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Jesus is the chief peacemaker. He is the greatest peacemaker, making peace between God and man and between men. And we who are washed in his blood, we the pure in spirit, uh, in heart, the merciful, we who hunger and thirst for righteousness, we inherit by grace through faith in his blood. We inherit his ministry of peacemaking. Peacemaking is messianic. It's something special and sacred and transcendental. That's peacemaking. That's peacemaking. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Verses 3 through 10, the sections we've just read. People think often each, each of these is a certain kind of person, but that's not true. Each of these is one part, one aspect of the Christian person, the ideal Christian person that Jesus came to create. When Paul talks about us as being new creations, this is what we are being, this is what is being created in us. This is what we are supposed to be in Jesus. Poor in spirit, mournful, humble, hungry for righteousness, merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers, ready to die for our righteousness. Righteous even unto death. It's all one person. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And we are being made constantly. We are being created constantly, molded constantly by the Holy Spirit to look like Jesus. And then the last section, he, he shifts gears. He looks at the, his apostles, his disciples in the crowd, and he said, And you, not those who are, but you, are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. 
be glad and rejoice, because your reward is great in heaven, for that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. There's two notes to be made here. There's two notes to be made. This is a promise to the apostles, but not just to the apostles. That's the first note. The first note is it's also to us, because we are, we are supposed to be disciples of Jesus. We are supposed to be disciples of Jesus. We who have received this sacred faith through the church fathers, from the apostles, and who they themselves got it from Jesus. That makes us disciples of Jesus when we believe on that faith. The Most Holy Trinity. Salvation by grace. The authority of the sacred scriptures. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and so on and so forth. That makes us disciples of Jesus. Whether you're Presbyterian, whether you're Baptist, I'm a Baptist, Heck, Anglican, Pentecostal, that makes you a disciple of Jesus. So be glad and rejoice. Be glad and rejoice, you disciples of Jesus who are persecuted because of him. Because your reward is great in heaven. For that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. That's the second point. Jesus, I'm going to point it out here. I'm going to make it really, really clear. Jesus is saying, I am God. The prophets are persecuted for the Lord our God, and we are persecuted for the Lord Jesus Christ. Curios. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is comparing himself to the Most High God, creator of heaven and earth. Amen. That is the end of this reading of scripture. I pray that you would be glad and rejoice, and I pray that your reward would be great in heaven, that you would abide by the sacred scriptures, and by the will of our Lord Jesus Christ always. Thank you for listening.